1: Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Within the next 20 seconds, almost before I can complete this sentence, a fire will break out somewhere in the United States. They add up each year to about 11,000 lives lost and property damage in the millions. And the unfortunate part of this picture is that most of these fires could have been prevented. For example, 90% of all fires which start in the home can be traced to human carelessness. Someone drops off to sleep while smoking a cigarette in bed. A householder allows old newspapers, magazines, and other inflammable debris to pile up in attics or garage. Defective electric wiring is ignored until too late. A housewife forgets the rules of safety and uses a combustible cleaning fluid. These are the principal causes of fires within the home. If you're guilty of any one of them, you're inviting disaster. And don't be guilty of careless thinking. Don't think it couldn't happen to you and to your home. Just remember it doesn't pay to gamble with fire. The odds are against you every time.
2: Did you lock the car, McGee? Yeah,
3: how do I look? Do I look okay? You
2: look fine, dearie. Doc
3: said he'd meet us at Wong's, didn't he? Wong's restaurant, that's where he said he'd meet us.
2: Of course. You made the date with him. Said he'd meet us at Wong's after we eat and ride Mm. out to the country club in your car. You're going to drop me at home.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's how it is, isn't it?
2: Say, you're awful jumpy tonight. What's the matter with you?
3: I don't know. I, I just got a premonition or something. Look, when Doc comes, let, let's tell him I can't make it. Can't make it? Well, I just don't feel like going to his country club smoker with him tonight. If you could come along, it would be different. But oh, gee,
2: now listen, you'll have a wonderful time. My goodness, you were so enthused about it. You've been trying to get Dr. Gamble to introduce you to those influential friends of his for
3: months. And... I know, but well, well, tonight just ain't the night. I, I'm just not my usual self tonight. You know, charming and witty, the type of guy that he can swap a good story with anybody like I do when I'm feeling sort of John Cameron Swayze-ish, which I just don't feel tonight.
2: Well, maybe a good chop suey dinner will put that Swayze feeling back. I don't know. Come on, open the door for me. You're probably just hungry.
0: Oh, Mr. McGee, welcome to warm chop suey pagoda. Ah, yeah. So nice to see you and your charming wife. Uh, You like nice table by window? Yeah, yeah, that'll be okay. Oh, this way, please. Oh, I'm a Yankee do-do-dandy, Yankee do 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 You sit down, please.
2: My, you sound happy tonight, Mr. Wong. Uh,
0: yes, Wong, very happy. Got the citizenship paper today. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, Wong, 100% American, uh, can complain about everything just like Mr. McGee do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, did you
2: hear that, McGee?
0: Yeah, uh, look, Wong,
3: we're supposed to meet Doc Gamble here. So, when he shows up, bring him over to our table, will you? You know Dr. Gamble,
0: don't you? Oh, sure, sure. Not necessary to describe a Dr. Gamble. Soon as three people walk in wearing one blue search suit, that him. <laughs>
2: three people. <laughs> one blue search suit. Did you hear that, dearie? That's the best description. <laughs> you better bring the menu, Mr. Wong. Mr. McGee is hungry. More tea, dearie?
3: No, thanks. Wong sure makes good chop suey, don't
2: he? I told you you were just hungry. You feel a lot better now, don't you? Mm-hmm. About going to that country club thing with Dr. Gamble?
3: No, I, I thought I felt better, but I don't. Doggone it, I just know if I went to that thing with Doc, I'll wish I hadn't have went. I'll make a bad impression. I'll insult somebody. I'll make a dunce of myself some way. I feel it.
2: Oh, for heaven's sake. You certainly have a low opinion of yourself tonight. Where's that only geese Spark?
3: Well, you know how it is, Molly. Some nights you got it and some nights you haven't. And tonight, I haven't got it.
2: Well, what did you do with it? You certainly were full of it when we were at Mabel's the other night. When you put that silly lampshade on your head and yelled, flip my switch, mother, and call me Mazda, your son is in the shade.
3: Well, that was one of the nights when I had it.
2: Well, if that's what you do when you've got it, it's just as well you lost it. Now, come on, have a rice cake, now. I'll pour you some more tea. Okay, but... Then let's forget all this foolishness. You're going to that country club thing with Dr. Gamble tonight and be your own sweet self, and they'll love you.
3: Well, I hope you're right. I've had this strange feeling, though, all evening. Call it inhibition, if you like. You
2: call it inhibition. I'll call it just plain foolishness of all the silly...
3: Oh, my gosh. What's the matter? This rice cake I just opened. Do you know what it says inside? On my fortune?
2: What? McKee, where are you going? Come on,
3: let's get out of here. Let's not wait for Doc Gamble. I knew this feeling I've had all evening meant something, and this fortune proves it.
2: McGee, sit down here. Come on now, sit down.
3: Oh, gee whiz. Well, you read this fortune. Here, read it. You'll see.
2: You have a rendezvous with a big man in a blue serge suit. Hmm. Beware. He will bring you trouble. What?
3: That's it. I'm not going anywhere with Doc Gamble tonight. No, sir. I knew something. Oh, was...
2: this is just silly. Who makes up these crazy fortunes anyway? Mr. Wong? Oh, Mr. Wong, will you tell us...
4: There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Had no time for music when you were young? Well, now's the time to improve yourself with an exciting new shortcut to great music. The new RCA Victor Listener's Digest. Here in this one low-priced package, you get these three big values. Value number one is 12 of the world's best-loved compositions in digest form on 10 RCA Victor 45 high-fidelity records. They're performed by the world's greatest artists. In complete album form, this collection would cost you almost $60. Value number two is RCA Victor's famous Automatic Victrola 45 phonograph. Value number three, a wonderful 42-page musical guide. Fascinating stories about the composers and their music. Now all this can be yours for as little as $39.95. See and hear the new RCA Victor Listener's Digest at your dealers now. Remember, the world's best names for quality, RCA and RCA Victor.
2: And you say you put these fortunes in the rice cakes yourself, Mr. Wong.
0: Oh, yes, Mr. McGee. We make all our own rice cake last week, and Wong will make a fortune himself. You like? Yeah, loved it.
2: Don't you see how silly you are, McGee? You certainly don't think Mr. Wong knew you had a date with Dr. Gamble when he made up this fortune a week ago, do you?
0: Well, just the same, I'm not... Excuse me, Mr. McGee, do fortune say that?
2: Not exactly, Mr. Wong. It says you have a rendezvous with a big man in a blue serge suit. Beware, he will bring you trouble.
3: I'm supposed to meet Doc Gamble. Oh,
2: Dr. Gamble,
0: big man, blue serge suit. Oh, very good, Wong, very good. Excuse, please. What are you doing? Every time Wong Fortune and Rice Cake come through Wong Ring Gong, cashier mark down, keep score.
2: Really? Does this happen often?
0: Oh, very often. Wong read Fortune, very good. Had one right in 1939, <laughs> two in 1950, and now another correct. Only four years away. Oh, my daughter say Wong, regular Chinese darling job.
3: <laughs> well, that's good enough for me. I'm not going near Doc Gamble tonight. Figure up the check, Wong. We're leaving.
0: Sure thing, I bring check right away. Oh, for heaven's sake,
2: let's at least wait and explain things to Dr. Gamble, if that's possible. You know he went to a lot of trouble to get you invited out yeah, there.
3: I know, but what, what am I gonna say to Doc? My rice cake said beware? How's that gonna sound? Now
2: you see how ridiculous this whole thing is. Here, I'll prove it to you. You and your rice cake. What are you doing? Opening mine. There.
3: Well, what does it say? Well?
2: Never mind but this whole thing is just silly.
3: Let me see that fortune. It's
2: nothing. Don't grab things like that. Give me that back, McGee. I just
3: want to read it. Let's see. Tonight is the night of the dragon. Beware the man in the blue suit. Trouble lies ahead. Uh Uh-huh. Oh,
2: it's probably just a set. That's silly, Mr. Wong. He probably makes these up in pairs. I don't
3: care how he makes them up, Molly. I'm getting out of here. This thing is eerie. Where's Wong with our check? Where is he?
2: You know, it certainly is a strange coincidence. Mm. Both of those fortunes reading the same way is sort of... Well, I mean, I'm beginning to feel like you do.
3: If you feel like I do, you got goosebumps all over you. When Doc Gamble waddles in that front door in that baggy blue surge of his, I'm not going to be here. Hey, Wong, the check. Take it easy, Flap Lip. We got lots of time.
2: Doctor Gamble. Hi,
3: Molly. Hi, noisy. <clears throat> well, say some, kids. Surprised, huh? <laughs> How you like it? M- My gosh. A new suit. Gray
2: flannel. A
3: beautiful gray flannel. prettiest
2: gray flannel suit I ever saw. Not a
3: touch of blue serge in that gray flannel anywhere. Oh, Doc, you look just beautiful. Lovely. <laughs> Gee, thanks, kids. Uh, Miss Cuddleson helped me pick it out. She says I've been wearing blue serge long enough. i
0: check, I... Miss McGee? Two chops, sweet on and... Oh, Dr. Gamble. No blue suit. Hello, Wang. Oh, this is most unfortunate. Hmm? Very disappointing. Already ring-gang for fortune come to now big flop. You said it. Big man in blue suit beware. Ha. Come on, give me the check, Dunninger. How much? Two chop suey dinner, six egg roll, barbecue mm-hmm. shrimp, $3.60. Here you are. Keep the change. Well, come on, kids. Let's get going. Good night, Wong. Good
2: night, Mr. Wong.
0: Good night, Doctor. Mr. Missy McGee. Oh, tonight is night of dragon. Very bad night for telling fortune.
3: You can say that again. Boy, I'm sure glad to see you, Dockey, old man. You don't know what a lift it gave me tonight to see you walk in that door in your new suit, your gray suit. Well, I hope I make as good an impression at the club. I think you'll enjoy this tonight, McGee. Been looking forward to it all day, Doc. Oh, indeed he
2: has. It's all he's talked about. You boys will drop me at the house. Bet
3: you. You got the car keys? Never mind, I got them. Ah, this ought to be a swell evening on account of... I beg your pardon, sir. Huh? You talking to me, officer? Uh, Yes. Is this your car?
2: Yeah, that's our car.
3: Good, I've been waiting for you to come along. Oh, yeah? Uh, What's your problem, bud? There's no parking limit here, is there? No, there isn't, not on Sunday. Well, maybe if I take my foot down and step aside, you'll get the idea.
2: Heavenly days of fire plugs. Oh,
3: no. Oh, my gosh. Didn't you notice that when you parked,
2: Molly? You were the one who was driving, McGee. I was busy powdering my nose.
4: Well, you folks may have overlooked it, but we notice little things like fire plugs. That's the first thing they teach us in basic training. We boys in blue are taught that the first thing to look for... Boys in
2: blue? Oh, my goodness, that's right. McGee, that suit he's wearing, it's blue.
3: Holy smoke, that's right. Blue surge. Well, now that you're through admiring my uniform, may I see your driver's license, sir?
2: Show it to him, dearie. I'll be right back. Where
3: are you going, Molly?
2: Back to Wong's to kick the gong. It looks like he just hit the jackpot.
1: We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Tomorrow evening here on NBC, there's a pair of fine musical features. The Hollywood Bowl concert and the telephone hour to help make your evening more enjoyable. The Hollywood Bowl concert comes to you direct from the famous Hollywood Bowl. And it's a one-hour serenade under the stars that's the ideal formula for cool evening relaxation. And the telephone hour, a favorite for many years, is a perfect example of what we call the magic of radio as it combines the greatest musical talents in the world into a superb evening program for you. The most talented artists from the opera or concert stage appear each Monday on the telephone hour, and it's a musical highlight that is unequaled. So join NBC's Monday Evening of Music tomorrow for the Hollywood Bowl concert on the telephone hour. And for dramatic entertainment, don't forget Lux Radio Theater, returning to the air on Tuesday night, the day after tomorrow. You'll hear Merle Oberon in Wuthering Heights, So be on hand Tuesday for the premiere of Lux Radio Theater on NBC.
2: Did you have fun at the country club, dearie?
3: Yes, well, I got pretty pally with one of the police commissioners. Yeah, a friend of Doc Gamble's. Oh? Mm -hmm. In fact, he told me how to get rid of this traffic ticket. Good. Mm -hmm. All I got to do is take it down to the city hall next Thursday to room 317. Yeah. And pay the fine. Ten bucks.
2: Well... Good night. Good night, all.
1: Fibber, McGee, and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed. With Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Jack Crucian as Mr. Wong, and Herb Ellis as the officer. This is John Wald saying that Mr. McGee has an excruciating story that he can hardly wait until tomorrow to tell you. But... Wait, he must, until the same time tomorrow night. Good night. Get behind the headlines. Listen to the heart of the news tonight on most NBC radio stations.